Good evening, all my radio friends and family. This is Brother James Price. I've been gone a little while. I've been like my wife handled the ministry. I told her, I said, if something was to happen to you, I want the, the Word of God to still go forth. I don't want the ministry to stop. I said, this is God's heart and our vision. But uh, over the weekend, we went to Washington, D.C., and had a wonderful time in the March for Jesus. Uh, it was so good to see people just stop wherever they was in little bitty groups and lift their hands to heaven and pray. And I really believe that God heard the prayers of his people and the saints. And uh, that's the first time I've ever been to Washington. And we took pictures, of course, of the Capitol, of the White House, and, and all the important buildings. But actually what was important was the people's prayers there. And I was thinking, Lord, I wonder how many right now, with all this 100,000 people here or more, is really living for you. If you was to come, Lord, how many actual would make it to heaven? Or how many of them lifting their hands in fake worship because their friends or family are just to be seen because the telephone, uh, television cameras was there? And see, the Lord started dealing with me about something. And I was reading in Leviticus, it says, I'm the Lord who brought you up out of Egypt to be your God. Therefore, be holy because I am holy. See, the church is not practicing holiness no more. They're practicing come in, listen to a sermon and go home, and that's all that you have to do. And most of them don't go to church, but maybe on Easter or Christmas, and the pastor ain't re preaching repentance no more or how to live a holy life. They tell their people it's okay to sin. God will forgive you. Yes, he will. But he also puts something deep inside of you. It's called the Holy Spirit that teaches us how to be holy. When you repent from your sins, it means to turn away from. It don't mean to keep going back and going back and make a home place in it. To build a home within your sin. You know, I was thinking today that man knows how to build a church, but man don't know how to be the church. Man can figure out a way to go to the moon, but they can't figure out how to go to church. Man can figure out how to make millions of dollars, but they don't know how to give it to charity or promote the gospel. Without a seed, the gospel can't go forth. A tree can't produce soup, but, uh, fruit or less its first starts with a seed. Are you planting your seed on good ground? Maybe you know Jesus as your Savior and not your Lord in all of your life. As there's errors in your life that you're keeping back from God, that you're holding on to, he's... He's Savior of this part of your life, but not that part because you're still holding on to the world and what it has to offer. See, we, we have to make Jesus the Lord of our whole life, not just what we pick and choose to give him. See, he came that we could have a, live a abundant life, a healthy life. He said, Above everything, I want you to live in health and prosper. See, God don't want curses to be on his people. 
He wants them to live happy and healthy. And you wonder why there are so many sick folks in this world. And we was talking about this one day at church about a month ago. Why God ain't healing? Why have you looked looked inside yourself? Is your temple clean? Has it been swept out by the Holy Ghost? Are you just living any way that you want to live? Are you giving it all to God or just what you what you want to give to God? See, it's either all or nothing. And time is getting short, folks. When you stand in front of Jesus, you ain't going to be able to open your mouth and say a word. You're going to recognize His holiness and you're going to fall on your knees and see the excuses that at, on that day will be over with. You can't blame it on your friends, your family, your spouse, your wife, or your husband because you're not living that holy life. It's an individual choice. The choice we all got to make, just like it is an individual choice to serve Jesus. But see, if we don't give it all to Him, it ain't no sense of giving a little bit to Him. It's either all or nothing, folks. You're either in here for the long run, like Paul said, at the end of your life. What will you say that I run my race? I finish my course that God put before me? Or you go say, Lord, give me a few more days. I ain't done yet. That's what a lot of people would say. Because they always wait to the last moment to do anything. That's a man's nature, I think. They will always wait to the last minute to, to move. But see, the problem is with that statement, you never know when the last moment is in your life. You don't know when the last breath you'll ever take. People want to see miracles, but they need to look at the breath that they take. Every breath you take is a miracle. See, God's wanting to move in the hearts of people and in the churches. He wants to manifest His presence through the Holy Spirit. He wants to heal folks. He wants to set people free. He wants to see His people prosper and live in good health. Because He said His word will not come back void to Him. That means it will not go out and tell a lie to do what it's accomplished to do. But see, we got to give it all to him, church. Are you just holding on to something and not letting it go because of pride? Maybe greed? Maybe you're just not wanting to give up things in certain areas of your life. Maybe you're just holding on and holding on and I'll quit tomorrow and I'll quit tomorrow. When I was teaching the drug class at our church, Loving You Through Addiction, the Lord gave me this statement that says, What you put off tomorrow, you'll fail that today. So if you plan on quitting anything tomorrow, starting a new life tomorrow, you'll put, it's an excuse for you to fail today. So what are you not giving up to God? Maybe it's stupid things like me smoking. Maybe not. Maybe having hate in your heart towards your brother or unforgiveness. The Bible strictly tells us to love one another. That is the great command. To love one another. 
How can you love your brother if you got anger in your heart against him and unforgiveness? How can you come before a holy father and ask him to forgive you when you're not forgiving the ones that's hurt you? See, sometimes life is rough. And it's all not full of sweet apples sometimes. Sometimes in the barrel you get a sour apple. But that's called life. We have our ups and downs and we're going to have them until Jesus comes or do we take our last breath. But we can live that peace with joy, with kindness and love. We can live that life if we choose to. Are you choosing to today? Are you choosing to let Jesus be the Lord of all of your life instead of just half of your life? Are you willing to let go and let God be God? See, I'm talking to somebody today that needs to hear this message that they've been living half-heartedly. Not letting the Holy Spirit manifest itself in their life. See, a lot of people don't believe in speaking in tongues. Well, it's biblical and I believe in it. Paul believed in it. But that's beside the point. That's only one gift of the Holy Spirit. There's so many things that the Holy Spirit wants to do. The Holy Spirit is God living in with inside of you. You look at the tree and you can say, Hey, the man that made this tree lives within me. You can look at the moon and, and the stars and, and the sun and see how big and great they look. And you can look and say, the man that created this lives inside of me. That ought to make you want to shout right there knowing that God himself chooses to live in somebody like us. But see, it's not only that, that is, the choice was made when Jesus left the throne. And he came to earth and he put on a robe of filth called humanity. Walked among sin, but he never sinned. Ain't that amazing? If he can do it, why can't you? Why can't I? Because we don't put no effort into it. We choose God to serve God the way we want to serve God, not the way God tells us to serve him in his holy book. See, if man can figure out a way to go to the moon, why can't a man figure out a way to go to church on Sunday and worship? If he can sit on his in his recliner on his couch at home and turn on a football game, why can't he change the channel and find some gospel to watch or to listen to? See, we got to put the first effort in before God can move and do anything in our life. we got to surrender it all. We can't give God only what we want to give him. He, had, he didn't stop. Jesus didn't stop on the way to the cross and said, I'm not going no further. Jesus picked up that cross, lifted his head, had us on his mind and marched straight to death. We see, death couldn't hold him. The grave couldn't hold him. That cold, dark tomb could not hold him. The father screamed from heaven and said, release him. And Jesus walked out of that tomb. But first he went into the bellies of hell, the Bible says, and pulled the ones out 
that it's never had a chance to be redeemed. So, I'm talking to you today. Are you giving it all to Jesus? Are you, do you thank Him every morning for the breath that you take, for waking you up, giving you another day to get it right? Do you thank Jesus for the all the little blessings that He gives you? Sometimes we look over our little blessings, our health, that our hands and our arms and our legs work, that we can see and hear. See, there's so many people in this world that's not got the same blessings that we have. Some of them are paralegic. Some of them was born blind and deaf. And so you just ought to thank Jesus for them little blessings. Church, let's start being a church. Let's stop playing church. Let's start getting back to the holiness. Let's start getting back our knees, down on our knees and crying out to a living God. My God don't live on a ship and his name ain't Buddha and Muhammad. He's not a statue that I walk by and that I got sitting in my house. My God lives within inside of me. Does God live inside of you today? Wouldn't you love to be a better spouse, a better husband, a better wife? How about a better mom or a dad? How about a better servant to the Lord? See, it's the little things that we do that pleases God. I want you to think about this this week. My name is Brother James Price with Whosoever Ministries. And if you don't know the Lord today, and maybe you've not served Him the way that He deserves to be served, just bow your head and say this little prayer after me. Say, Father, I'm a sinner, and I confess that I'm a sinner. And today I need a Savior, and I choose Jesus to be my Savior. I know you raised Him on the third day, and He lives. So, Jesus, come live within me. And if you said that prayer, welcome to the family of God. It's the best decision you've ever made. Now start living it. Start walking it. Start rejoicing. This is Brother James Price with Whosoever Ministries. My P.O. Box is 433, Blountsville, Alabama, 35031. Anybody that gives to the ministry this month, we got a CD with four of my radio uh, programs on it. I will send it out to you just as soon as uh, I get a letter from you. I promise that we will. Give me a call. Let me hear your praise report. 256-601-2650. 256-601-2650. Until next week, God bless.